the Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media Production. That's right, this is the No Focus Radio Hour. We want to remind you to subscribe to the No Focus Radio Hour. We are available wherever podcasts are sold. And remember to subscribe and leave a review. It helps others discover our show. And while you are reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you enjoy our show, please share it with your friends. And if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Become a member of the No Focus Radio Club at nofocusradio.com. You can find exclusive content and merch. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. Our handle is at nofocusradio. You can also find the rest of our shows at lightomindmedia.com. Oh, we're missing Eric. There's nobody singing. Eric, where are you? To Fresno. Yeah, to Fresno. <laughs> oh, it's just just two of us doesn't sound as good. <laughs> nah, it just sounds a bit flat. Yeah, it sounds uh, depressing. A little bit yeah. depressing. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. It is the only radio hour made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, and for those who long to live in the Central Valley. And for those who are missing friends in the Central Valley. This is true. We're missing friends. This is not quite a Friendsgiving. No, it's not. It's no. very lonely it's in here. Very lonely. Echo chamber of a studio deep in the bunker underground. So we are missing a few of our um, hosts today. We are missing, of course, uh, the famous doorman and Don Schlicks. Yeah, no polls today, unfortunately. Yep, yep, no polls, no sports. Um, but, you know, we do have a special segment uh, recorded by the doorman. Yeah, I know, about the uh, some sort of cryptic animal. That's right. I'm very uh, excited. I read about that years ago, and I'm glad he brought it back to life because he added a lot more to it than whatever ever knew was part of the phenomenon. Yeah, it's pretty I, – I had never heard about it until I think maybe last year one of you two mentioned it on the on the Halloween podcast. Oh, wow. And uh, so I'm excited to, to hear a bit more about it. Um, we do have with us today, we have Mr. Marty Stupidasso. It's always a pleasure to be here all alone with Max the Boss <laughs> and your sweltering masculinity. Oh, yeah. I uh, I once was um, walking through Vegas, and this is actually a story that happened a long time ago, and uh, I was walking through, and these two women tried to buy me a drink, and it was late. And I said, nah, I'm going to my room. They said, oh, boy, but you've got so much swagger. And wow. I was like, oh, and I like I uh, I tell that story a lot because it makes me feel good about yeah, swagger. myself. One time I was walking in Vegas and these two drunk guys wanted to buy me a drink <laughs> because I had on a shark taco shirt and they thought that was a hilarious thing. The shark little shark taco, a shirt. shark taco. Yeah, and so they said they wanted to buy me a drink, wanted me to hang out with them, and they, you know these were a couple of like twenty year old <laughs> in their twenties, and I thought I need to get myself out of this. Yeah. <laughs> So I do what I always do when I'm under pressure. I just wet my pants and they left me alone. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you did it. Stain forming. Yeah, it was yeah. Great. that's kind of like the idea that I have. If somebody's ever breaking into my house, I just start peeing myself and running towards them. I feel like they'll leave me alone. Yeah, especially when you're butt ass naked. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Nobody's gonna want to. Nope. Uh, no one wants to mess around with a naked guy peeing. <laughs> 
Talk uh, from experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so today is our, um, as you guys might know, it's our... It sounds our, like a dog. It's, <laughs> it's our Thanksgiving. Um, it's Mar- Extravaganza. It's extravaganza. Um, that's that my turkey's now very attracted to you. <laughs> I don't know how to do the turkey sounds. Are you actually going to slaughter that turkey or are you going to give it amnesty? Uh, no, so, you know, this is a good, I'm going to, uh, what's it called when they save the turkey every day? They give it amnesty. They pardon it. The pardon yeah. the turkey. You're going to pardon it? What are you going to do with it? Um, I'm going to break its neck and pluck it. Oh, after you pardon it, give yeah. it false hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, nice. You ever yeah. plucked a turkey? Um, I've I've plucked a chicken. Oh, look it up on YouTube. I'm sure oh it's horrible. Oh, my God. I, I don't, I don't want to. I've never done it. It oh. just looked horrible. Oh, um, That's I why can't. we have ham. Oh, man, we usually have ham, but I wonder how successful we're going to be scoring a ham this year. Because uh, of all the pig problems. Oh yeah, no. Well, Thanksgiving meals are going to be much more expensive. Right, I, like I know I've been going. Took my kids. I told my kids, "Hey, let's go to Carl's Jr. I'll buy you some food." Forty dollars later. Holy smoke! We're driving away just for me and my two little oh, Munchkin kids. And I'm going. Are you kidding me? I don't know how anybody can afford things these days. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, I went out grocery shopping, bought a few things. One hundred and twenty dollars. Golly. The uh, average cost of your Thanksgiving meal will cost uh, almost 20% more this year. Uh, this wow. is saying 14%, but when you actually look at the uh, stats, they don't take into account everything else that it costs to get that food. If you add in the price of gas that it took you to get yeah, there. I know, because I have to go fill up my tank today, mm-hmm. and I had to bring oh. like three or four credit cards, <laughs> um, you know, this, the mortgage yeah. on my house, and a bunch of things just to get enough gas. It's really gas. bad right now. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy. bad. It's like... A lot of places are $5 plus a gallon. Yeah. We're, it, it, we broke. It's the most expensive gas has ever been in California. That's insane. So I'm, I'm happy to be living through history right now. You know, it's kind of <laughs> cool. It's like. I mean, you live in interesting times. Yeah. yeah I get to say place. I lived through that. You know, like some people. As you're hiding in the bunker <laughs> from the uh, gigantic Terminator units. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, you know, there's certain people who went, you know, they have, they went through, you know, the Great Depression. They went through the World Wars. I went through um, the Biden administration, so yeah. it's pretty exciting. And COVID, and COVID, the and the Trump administration, and, and all the insanity, and uh, the 2008 crash, and the uh, the soon to be maybe 2022 crash, and the yeah. trillion dollar coin. Because, like I was telling my kids, how great it was growing up in the 70s. You didn't have helicopter parents. Right. You know, like we, my parents took me to San Francisco. They wanted time alone, so they said, "Go explore the city." Just write down where you're going, you know. And it was the '70s. It was a great time. Like the Zodiac, not the yeah, mm-hmm. the Zodiac killer was out there doing his thing, and uh, you know it was not that different. Right. It's just people, you know, either your kid went out and came back or didn't come back, and so you know it's a little bit of Darwinism, I guess, in the sad, yeah. sickening <laughs> way. But I was telling him about that, and I was sad because they don't have a time that they can reflect on when life was great for them, really. Oh, that's true. That's always a struggle. Yeah, like my daughter's high school years. This is the first, you know, she didn't get to go in her freshman year. So her sophomore year, she finally got to go into actual school, and she loves it. But then they have the inoculation thing that they're going to try to pass, and we might have to pull her out of school again because I don't want her shot up with an experimental vaccine. Right. Uh, three of them now, right? Because you know, I have to get the third shift. Oh, yeah. Everyone has been cleared for a booster, which yes. I refuse to get a booster. Yep, if you can't yep. do it right the first time, the you're first, not doing The first two times, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. I was thinking about, you know, like my my niece. Um, this is She had – so it, it, it's crazy to me. So she is in um, 
high school now. Right. Should be sophomore? Uh, should be sophomore. But, you know, this started, it, you know, it doesn't seem it's like, oh, it was 2021. That was last year. But in school terms, right, because this started in April um, of 2020, right? right? So April of 2020, I forget, you know, school year wise. Um, I got to look at how that worked. Um, I, long story short, if that happened when she was like in April of seventh grade, right? right. And then it went school ends in what August of that year, September. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a big chunk of her seventh grade. And then it went through her eighth grade year and her ninth grade year. It affected her entire junior high and part of high school. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. My daughter even says now, because some of her friends are inoculated, and they get to do things she can't. Oh. Because she's a second-class citizen. That's just, yeah, yeah. This is a yeah. true thing. It's crazy. But we're going down a dark rabbit hole, Max. Yes, yeah, sorry. ourselves yeah. out of this Thank downward you. dive, because you and I could do this very easily. Yes, we can. And let's, let's celebrate something interesting. Yeah, what, what do you got to talk about today? Yes. Well, I got, you know, let's start with this. We, I, I, I had posted this uh, a little bit ago. Um, but it didn't go through. So we're going to start off here with a special segment recorded by our very own um, doorman, Eric Oram. This is a, um, a Hey Fresno, Did You Know? No. Specially made for the spooky season. That's awesome. Yeah, so here I hope he it gets is. out of rehab soon. I don't know how long. I mean, has it started yet? <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Hey Fresno, Did You Know? Are you guys ready to hear a spooky story? I know it's close to Halloween, and this story is a little too close to home, but have you ever heard of the story of the wolf ape of Watts Valley? No, we haven't. Well, there are legends of these strange creatures that coexisted with the Native Americans. Now, it's been said that these creatures had an ape-like face with human hands and feet and long gray hair and would walk on all fours. It always seemed to be sick looking. It was foaming at the mouth and coughing. There have even been cave drawings of this creature. Now, back then, the creature was known as Devil Ape or Devil Fang. Was this creature human? Well, no one knows for sure. Why did they call it the Wolf Ape of Watts Valley? Well, because Watts Valley was the last place that this creature has been seen. But there have been other sightings before that. The first sighting was in Yosemite. The legendary photographer Ansel Adams was camping and a pack of creatures surrounded his tent. Now not really knowing what to do, and since he was all alone and frightened, he stayed very still and quiet until the creatures finally left. Did he get a picture of them? Unfortunately, no. But there was another story of the creature that terrorized a single room schoolhouse in the south part of the valley near Hanford. So this strange creature was trying to get inside the schoolhouse. Now the students who were frightened were trying to get away from the creature and they piled their desk up high to climb up to the rafters. Did it work? No, not really. But the teacher was fast thinking and was finally able to get everyone into the safety of a closet and lock the door. Why did the creature attack the schoolhouse? Well, when the creature finally left, they discovered that it had ripped open the children's lunches. So it most likely was hungry, and when it got its fill, that's when the creature left. 
Now here's an even stranger story. Now the next encounter was in the 1950s and it involved a local preacher. Now he reportedly shot and killed one of these creatures and hung it up on the church and named it the Pet of Satan. Now it was on display for a few weeks, but after a while the dead creature started to smell so bad that he finally had to take it down. It just so happened that the traveling circus was in town at that time, and so the preacher sold the pet of Satan to them. How much money did he get? I'm not sure how much he got, but it was enough for him to move to San Francisco where he could open his dream church. But this is the weird part. Soon after the preacher arrived in San Francisco, he was murdered, and his body was so badly mangled and disfigured that it took months for the authorities to finally identify him. And when people found this out, there was talk that the poor preacher was cursed for killing the pet of Satan. Has anyone else seen this creature? No one has seen the creature for quite some time, since the 50s. One day recently, a man called into a radio station telling this story about he and his uncle were near Watts Valley and they saw a creature about six foot long with mangy gray hair and a dog-like body, but the face of a baboon and human eyes. And it opened its mouth and a strange coughing and moaning sound came out. Not knowing what to do, the men started to run from the creature and it started to chase them. And one of the men threw down his lunch, which the creature stopped momentarily to examine, but soon after that it started chasing them again. The men jumped a fence and ran through a pasture trying to escape the creature's persistent chase. The two men finally found themselves in the Watts Valley Cemetery and hid behind the tombstones. The men hoped the beast would lose interest and go away but the creature seemed to pick up their scent. They could almost hear the creature breathe and just when it was almost ready to find them, the uncle, in a last effort, took out some cinnamon-flavored gum he had in his pocket and he threw it to distract the creature. It worked. The beast followed the scent of the gum. And just at that time, the caretaker for the cemetery had pulled up in his truck and the men ran to the caretaker and told him about the creature. And all three of the men watched the creature from the safety of the caretaker's truck. The creature finally fled and disappeared. What happened after that? Well, it's been over 10 years since the last sighting, and many unanswered questions still remain about the strange creature known as the Watts Valley Wolf Ape. But a word of warning. If you ever take a trip to Watts Valley, just make sure you have some Cinnamon-flavored gum! A quick thank you to WeirdFresno.com for supplying the story of the wolf ape of Watts Valley. Hey, Fresno! Now you know! <laughs> that was so good. I love all the music so with it. so good. You know, that's interesting because he does mention the um, cave paintings. And in Porterville... They have a petroglyph called the Hairy Man, and people think it's either hmm. Bigfoot or this creature. And you know, if we jump in the car right now, we could be to the Watts Valley Cemetery in 40 minutes. Really? Yeah, it's not it's, far away. No, it's very close then. Yeah. It's, it's near um, Hanford area, or where's that at? It's, um, uh, well, it's, at? it's up in the mountains a little bit. Okay. It's, no, it's not near Hanford. 
don't know where it is. Well, it's right. uh, by Humphrey Station. It's Toll House. Oh, it's up to your whole Toll House. Okay. Kind of, but yeah, kind of, but kind of not. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's not far away. I, th- I say we do a remote podcast there by the light of the full moon. Oh, it's my gosh. Full moon right now. So that would actually be great. That would be fun. We can drive up in the. Um, in the uh, in my ridgeline with the with the speakers in the back and play wolf sounds and hope oh, it comes yeah. out. Oh yeah, Bigfoot noises. Yeah, and if so, I get in trouble, I just say, "Hey, I'm a licensed funeral director. We're cool." <laughs> and they go, oh, "Okay, no problem." Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be post. I'll post this here on our. Um, I'll post a story about this here. I got there's uh, some a lot of videos of it. Um, you can also there's a movie about this with Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I think yeah, it's the same that, thing. Yeah, turns out it's just a bear with mange. <laughs> you ever seen a bear with mange? Because it does look really bizarre. Oh. I mean, you're going, whoa, what is that? Yeah. So you know what I did see? I saw there was a, at the um, gone with mange <laughs> <laughs> at the uh, at the uh, uh, Madeira fossil museum whatever that yes, place is yes, called i've been there yeah fascinating place fascinating place they have a, a bear um a, what's it called the um uh cave bear the cave bear yeah. that has no fur um it's, it's all skeletons right? the scariest <laughs> well they have like a recreation right. of how it would look um it's the scariest thing um so i'll actually let's see if i can pull Actually, you have a little story don't you about the uh when you were you were asked to go out there and do a film project at the Madeira, I was place. yes, yeah. Uh, look and at this really quick though. Look at this furless bear. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's scary. what a lot what a bear with mange looks like. If you're ever interested, look up a bear with mange on yeah. um, you, you on anything anything any search engine, and you will be amazed at how freaky they look. They don't look bear like at all. Yogi oh. never looked like that. Freaky, freaky. But anyways, back to the story. So at yeah. the Madeira place, they wanted you to put a, a smile of dawn, which is a saber-tooth cat. Yes. Yes. Wow, you remember this really well, I actually. <laughs> yeah. It, it traumatized me a bit. <laughs> yeah. I um, I did the uh, project. It took maybe about, I don't know, six months. It was a big project, really large project for them. And I met with the... Um, the archaeologists there, and it was all about the, the Smilodon, you know, how they had found this right out there in, in Madeira. Mm-hmm. In fact, a little backstory, they were going to build a dump site. Yeah. And they said, well, let's prep this dump site. And then they realized they started pulling up fossils because mm-hmm. that was an area where the river would fan out. And so a lot of animals would come there to drink and, you know, other predators would come and attack animals when they came to drink. But since it was a big fan out area... They realize, oh my God, we got all these fossils. Let's dig them up real quick. Then they realize there's a ton of fossils in there. Right. They found a mammoth and a jaguar. Jaguar, yeah. And I think um, jaguar. Fortunate thing is they went through and they they still are using it as a dump site. Yes. And they have archaeologists, uh, you know, follow behind the the scraper as they scrape the surface of the ground looking for uh, new fossils. And unfortunately, sometimes when they find them, they're damaged from the scraper. Right. So now, actually, if you go out there, you'll see there's, uh, as the scrapers are driving around, they'll have little uh, archaeologist guys walking right in front of them behind them. With flags. Yeah. Yeah, It's amazing. Yeah, it's really fun. So I've done this really large project for them to make like a, you know, like a 45-minute documentary about Smile with Dawn and the whole deal and everything there. Um, Actually, I don't know if I should be telling this story. We could stop. I'll tell it. It's fine. I like it. I like it. And I did the whole thing, and uh, this went on for a long time. And right when I finally was about to release it, um, the I think this is the part you're talking about. The um, archaeologist kind of pulled me aside and said, um, "You can't. 
you can't release this. We can't do this. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, he says, uh, that's not a smile at all that we've <laughs> It's not a saber tooth cat. And I was like, X dude, I spent forever on this. And I think the weird thing is, I think they still to this day say that it is, even though that archeologist says it wasn't. Um, was it a variant of it? Like a smaller one or something? It like was that? like, it's a different animal altogether. Like, altogether. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's kind of too late. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the official story is they, you know, they have one there. It's like their official, uh, like mascot. It's their logo. It's yeah, their logo. It's, their logo. it's, it's yeah. a big deal. So, um, but they haven't found one yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They it's, might find one. There could be one down there. And that area is huge. It extends further than the dump site, but they yeah. you know, would have to get rid of houses and stuff to excavate all of it. Yeah, they said that it might go all the way out to um, like uh, Chowchilla and the whole yeah. d- general area. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, interesting. The area was huge. It's like a big watering hole, they believe. Because I went there one time to film a school outing one time, even though it was just one person we were faking it. And uh, the archaeologist came and talked to us because the girl I was filming with was very cute. And he started telling us, yeah, you know, we have all these bags of bones because when we first found the site, people, you know, the archaeologists were grabbing every bit of bone, which was a mistake because now we have to go through, keep it and research it and find out what it belonged to. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. How do they even, I always wonder, how do they know what it belonged to? I don't know. And how do they know from a tooth what an animal looks like? You right. know, Because they would, like, okay, with, um... Since we were talking about Bigfoot type creatures yeah. earlier, um, the um, Gigantopithecus, mm-hmm. which is a large Bigfoot Bunk. type animal yeah, from yeah. China, yep. they found a bit of a jaw and a tooth. Mm-hmm. And they built up the Gigantopithecus from a bit of a jaw and the tooth. Right. And you're going, you guys are making this stuff up. Yeah. It's they don't a- have a full skeleton. They just say, hey, this must be this. It's like, and for those of you who want to know what a Gigantopithecus may or may not look like, um, in the new Jungle Book movie, uh, the live action one, yeah. The um, uh, uh, the the big ape. What's his name? Who sings? Uh, I didn't. You want to be like me? Oh, e- cousin Louis. Cousin the Louis is a Gigantopithecus. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. The Gigantopithecus um, were very tall in the Disney cartoon. He was not that tall. Yeah, in the movie, he is massive. Oh, okay. So yeah, okay. I see it now. Yeah, I see the movie. In the part. movie, he's huge. He looks like a huge orangutan, but that's what they think Gigantopithecus look like. Yeah. So it's... Um, but long story short, they think that Gigantopithecus existed over there, that they came across a land bridge, came to North America, established the Bigfoot population. Yeah, but you're right, though. Like, we don't know how anything actually... You know, it's even... I was reading a book about uh, a while ago how some of the dinosaurs that we all just know how they look, mm-hmm. right? We actually have only found, like, you know, a femur and part of a jaw... And then we just design the rest of it. We actually have right. no idea how the outside of it looked. Right. It's like we're just making this stuff up as best as we can. Because like with the, um, uh, what's her name, Susie, the T-Rex that they have, they found most of her skeleton. And that was amazing. Right. Um, with um, uh, Spinosaurus, they found parts of the skeleton, so they created the idea of the Spinosaurus and after that. But the problem that they're having with the Spinosaurus is that um, – robbers go through and steal a lot of the fossils before the archaeologists can find them oh that's interesting so they have to either buy them on the black market or you know beat the other guys out for it right then how do they know those ones on the black market are even real right so i think you know maybe gigantopithecus doesn't exist it's just an animal with a huge jaw right it's it's only like three foot tall because literally that's all we found (laughs) you're right it could be it could be like a it could have been a giant snake 
with a uh, uh, with a uh, primate looking jaw. Yeah, and you know, with the Chinese, everything that's weird is a medicine. Yeah, so, you know, rhino horn and bladder of shark. Yeah, but um, they were finding these teeth in caves and grinding them up. And so the archaeologists mm. would go around to apothecary shops in China and buy the teeth. Oh, interesting. Of Gigantopithecus teeth. But that's, that's all they have is just a little bit of John teeth. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, I like to think I like to think that they were big singing orangutans. So I'm gonna go with it. Me too. I'm. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I want in life is a big singing orangutan. Yeah. Um. You know, have you not seen the live action Jungle Book Disney did? I have not. Okay, I'm gonna say this. It's the only good live action Disney movie they've made. Really? Out of the you know the remakes, it's really good. I might watch it just because my Disney Plus um, account just charged me again. Oh yeah, and it's also it's got a Gigantopithecus. In it's it. really good, and so. Christopher Walken is the Gigantopithecus. Oh, that's awesome! Okay. It's great. Bill Murray you is Baloo. Right it's oh, solid. Man. It's a solid movie. Um, so actually, that's my entertainment pick. <laughs> I have an entertainment pick. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so on um, Adult Swim yes. and uh, Crunchyroll, okay. they have come out with um, Blade Runner Black Lotus. Oh. It takes place in the Blade Runner universe, and the it's animated. If you watch it on um, Adult Swim, it's already dubbed in English. If you watch it on Crunchyroll, it's subtitled with the original Japanese. Okay. And it's of a uh, Blade Runner unit. And she has, like, amnesia. She's trying to figure out who she is and what she is. And so it's... But they recreated the world of Blade Runner, you know, the dystopian Los Angeles, perfectly in this animated series. So it's interesting. Is it originally... It's a Japanese show? Yes. Interesting. Okay. So, you know, the animation's good. Yeah. Oh, look at that. That looks (laughs) great. It's crazy good. And it's that, you know, it's not the flat animation. It's like the three-dimensional world animation. Yeah, I mean, it looks... It looks like a video game. It looks know, incredible. from the video game. And it's really well done. And I, there's only two episodes out right now. But they look amazing just because it throws you back into the Blade Runner world. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a big Blade Runner fan. Oh, me too. I love it. Yeah. And I've seen it multiple times. Even um, though now you could see all the things that are wrong with it, you know, where the the rain is going up instead of down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all just the weird things. But it's, I still love it. I watch it every chance I get. Um, My wife knows that if I'm sad, I'm watching Blade Runner. You're watching Blade Runner? <laughs> I, uh, a couple years, maybe two years ago, I was like telling all my friends, oh my gosh, we got, you know, Blade Runner's great. Yeah, a lot of them hadn't seen it. It was late at night though. And you know, the, like the cut, the first one, it's a very right. slow intro. Depends on which cut you get. Yeah. Yeah. But- and so we put it on. I was all excited. Did the like, board Harrison Ford vo- voiceover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, 15 minutes in, I look over, and I have like five friends. They're all just passed out and snoring. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, all right. And look at this one. Looks like there's a 20 Blade Runner blackout. Yeah, oh. I haven't seen that one. Then I, I discovered this, you know, Black Lotus, and then I realized there are other Blade Runner shows out there. Interesting. So I'm interested to give those a try. This is very interesting to me. Oh, this might have come out a while ago. Oh, yep. this is very cool. Okay. Right, and they use a lot of like, um, you know, the graphics of the the blimp when it's coming over and the woman's putting the pill in her mouth. Yeah. Like on Black Lotus, they have that ad up there, and it's really neat. Um, Blade Runner really would works well for animation. That it kind does. Of, it's a good, and yeah. it's a fun world to play in. It is. That's a really neat idea. Um, okay, I'm going to put this on my list. That is on my list. That's Blade Runner, Black Lotus, and I can watch on Adult Swim or... Crunchyroll. Crunchy, and it's free on Crunchyroll. Free on both of them. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. I have subscribed to both because I love Crunchyroll. My daughter's really into Japanese animation, which makes me so happy. Yeah. So, um, um, she just yeah she just got done watching Hunter Hunter, and then she discovered a Hot Topic that has okay. all the animation shirts and stuff. You know, so she's right. getting those and. I'm really proud of her. It makes um, me happy. <laughs> it looks like it looks like you can go to adultswim.com. Oh, watch an ad. Yeah, and watch it for uh, free. Yeah. yeah, watch it for free. Yeah. There you go. You got it's, some ads, but whatever. That sounds awesome. But it's really worth it. It's really an amazing. Oh wow. That, that, and I'm I'm very picky. Like the new um Blade Runner that came out, I hated. Oh, did you really? I did not like it. I don't know. I just expected something more. Yeah, I thought it was kind of nice. I, I like I like uh, those. I like futuristic noir detective yeah, films. Um, but I, I think I ha- I have to rewatch it because I watched it and I was disappointed because I don't know what I wanted. I expected that's fair. As a as a big fan, right. you were going in something. Really... But also, I don't like that one weird actor. I forgot his name. Um, the main he, guy? No, not the main guy. The weird scientist guy with the eyeballs who looks weird. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, the guy who took over the um, Nexus units and developing. Oh, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, What's I don't like him name? as an actor, but um, but I I think I need to rewatch it because I only watched it once and walked away sad. So I'm going to give it another try. I think because I like the idea of having the the girlfriend who's a machine. Right, that yeah. would be awesome. I yeah. love that. <laughs> it's like Surrey on steroids, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I thought it was nice. I thought I think I remember liking it. Um, I mean, I liked it, but oh, it was Jared Leto, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, he not. played Joker too. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, and I just got done watching Suicide Squad, and I was so sad with that. The first one. Yeah, the second one was cool. The second one was very cool. But the, yeah, the one with the Joker, I did not like because I didn't like <sighs> his interpretation. The Joker was just coming off the Heath Ledger interpretation of the oh. Joker, which was the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah I was not Jared Leto's was just garbage. It was a gar- and also that movie is a garbage film. It is a garbage film. Garbage film. Um, golly, it's bad. But so, the new Suicide Squad, I enjoyed. Thoroughly. It's really fun. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I would um, highly recommend the new Suicide Squad. Um, big fan. And I like Sylvester Stallone was the voice for the shark. <laughs> yes, he was great. Here, it reminds me. It was a little. It was very much like. Um, uh, Vin Diesel is the voice of Groot. Right? <laughs> no, just yeah. the same sort of idea, just a couple of lines. Uh, I am Groot. I am Groot. Hey, you're done for the day. Yeah. Uh, could you say it a little different? <laughs> I am Groot. Okay, yeah. Okay. A, Did you see? Here's Vin, your money. <laughs> Vin Diesel uh, won a Guinness book. Uh, uh, he's in the Guinness for um, having done the same role in um, more voices and languages than any other actor in history. Oh wow! Because he didn't have, you know, usually they'll get other actors to do it. But all he had to do was go like, um, "Me amo Groot" or "Yo soy Groot." <laughs> so he did it in it was something crazy like two hundred languages. Oh man, um, which is hilarious. That's to me. great. He's very diverse. Actor is interesting. I saw him in Pitch Black. A oh long yeah, time ago. I love that movie. That's a great series. Um, Claudia Black was in it, and she uh, was from Farscape. Okay, it was an underrated series, but I loved that series. Um. Yeah, I have never seen Farscape. You never um, have? No, no, but should I put it on my list? It's a whole series. Of, it's, it was a TV series, and yeah, I'd put it on your list because it, it has to do with an astronaut who goes through, he's doing a test around the Earth trying to see if they could use the Earth friction to build up more momentum to go out in space. He gets okay. stuck in a wormhole, shoots out into space, goes to another area where they're in fighting, and he meets all these aliens. They're living on this living ship. 
Oh. And it's, it's, you know, it's got, uh, it's also the Hensons are involved because there's some puppetry and, but it's not all puppets. There's one puppet. Right. But it's just, right. it's, it's a neat looking look at, you know, various alien cultures and how they all get along. Okay. I like that as a, uh, as a, uh, uh sci-fi geek, this is going to be nice. It's a fun series. Um, I have all the DVDs cause I'm a There's what, four seasons it looks like. Yeah. And okay. a couple mini series, mini episodes. Perfect. So, all right, it's on my list. It's on my list. Um, let me see here. Let me see here. You know what? I'm gonna go into a. Uh, I'm gonna go into a use this, not that, really quick. Is that awesome. Cool? Let's do it. Okay. So, as we oh wait, time out. No theme music. Yes. Oh, hey go. everybody, here we come go. on. Here we go. Hi everybody. This is Max with another episode of Use This, Not That. (laughs) So many people are using Zoom out there, you know, you're using Zoom for your calls and all that fun stuff. But, you know, Zoom, um, all those meetings, those webinars, they kind of get boring. So there's a couple of apps that I think are very cool to use instead. Um, and actually I'm going to pull up, I got a couple of them. Um, and the first one that I'm going to show you is do this. I think zoom meetings are super boring and impersonal. A lot of times I just mute myself and I'll play with like my creature from the black lagoon mass just to entertain all the other people who are bored. Yeah. It's terrible. They're just terrible. Um, they get really boring. So the first one I'm going to show you is called Online Town, and this isn't this is one of the original versions of it. And what it is, it's a it's a video calling experience, and essentially you you can and I'll show you. I kind of just and there's also one called Gather, which is built on it. So I'll actually show you Gather. So if you go to the first one is um, the Online dot town, uh-huh. and then built upon that platform, people can use that. So um, in the online town, it's a very basic version that you can kind of, it's public domain, you have to build upon. Okay. Gather is a, a premium version of it. Is that what I'm looking at right now? Yeah, this is Gather. So in Gather, it looks like you're in a room and you have an avatar that's walking around and yeah. above your avatar is your little name. It's kind of like a SimCity. Exactly. Sim City. And what's cool about Gather is this. There's a free version. You yeah. can have 25 people in your room. Wow. You can customize your maps. You can have unlimited interactive objects. You can have password protected access. So that's perfect. Now, if you want to do a two hour version, this is for parties. You can literally pay two bucks for two hours. This lets you have 500 guests. You can also do a $3 per day. This is more for like conferences and off sites. Right. Because this gives you um, 500 guests. Wow. Plus domain restricted access. And you get a full day for three bucks per person. Or you can pay monthly, just $7 a user. That's cheap. Um, but what's cool is, so what's different is, is you're inside, like a, imagine being in Sims. It's a great way to say right. it. You're inside Sims. Oh, you get to pick your little avatar. You get to pick your avatar. You dress them up. Pick your name. You can then pick a world, oh, right? Oh, man, this is cool. Why are and we not doing this at work? I, I know. And what's really cool is you can enter the space. Right yeah. Now I'm inside of here. And what's really neat is I can allow my microphone. I'm just going to join the gathering. What happens is you're inside this world, right? This little like Sims world. Okay, so it looks um, like this like is a cafe. No, it's a library. It's a library. Okay. And um, the lights aren't on. 
Yeah, well, it's because I didn't open my oh. thing. But essentially, if there's multiple people in it, right, if you go to those areas, it's it's live. So if I see somebody, like, you know, in the distance, mm-hmm. it, as I walk closer to them, their volume gets louder. Oh, that's amazing. So it's like, imagine being in a real space. So if imagine you're hosting... Um, uh, a conference. Yeah. Like a, you can actually host, like imagine going to like Comic-Con, but digital. And as your little avatar starts walking over to the DC Comics booth, it starts getting louder and louder and louder. And then you can click and start chatting with people one-on-one. Like voice chatting, not Voice chatting. Oh, man. Um, so it's Wh- very... Why are we not using this? Because this is like next level shit because... Right. Zoom is boring as hell. You can't really see everybody. Here you can walk around chat it's with other people really very cool and you can also like build interactive environments so i could um create a space right and create a space by the way it's free mind you i'm gonna do one called you know for um a work space then i can create my space a cozy office and it says this is good for two to 25 people a pirate office a pirate Great. office I name my space you know space you can password protect it create the space um, and then you can like add, you can add things to it. For instance, I'm actually going to allow all this stuff so people can see it. Um, see, unfortunately, like a lot of people want to be mature and go, oh, we're going to meet in zoom because it's a mature place to be. Right. I don't want that. I want to meet on a pirate ship so, with all the other people I work with. So we can hang out, have little sidebar meetings, go right. to the main meeting to listen, go off in our little group. It would be amazing that way. Plus I don't have to do my hair and worry about what my background looks like. Right. And so you can actually hear, if you can hear the... Yeah, because I could just have my avatar walk around and... And you walk around, and if somebody else was in here, if I walked up to them, I could start hearing them. This is some next-level stuff. You can add add in elements. Like, I'm going to build... Watch this. I'm going to add in a, a whiteboard. And now, when people come over to this whiteboard, yeah, they can then interact with it. So they can come over here. Yeah. Press X. Now oh, wow. we're inside of a whiteboard. Okay, why aren't schools using this? Because Zoom is boring as hell. And this now would give it a new We can thing. all work together and draw, and anybody who comes in is on this shared whiteboard. Oh my we god. We can take notes. Then I can go back, right? How I did can, you find this? I've been I was looking at this a while ago. I've been playing with it. Wow. Um so then I can add in, let's say I want to add in not a whiteboard. I want to add in a you can add an HTML. You can add in a video. Um, oh, so they can go up and just view the video. And start oh, watching a video. That, would, that way, okay, because a lot of times they go, okay, I'm going to break you into a little subgroup. And you're right. people, you go, what the hell? You don't want to go do yeah, that. Yeah, and it's awkward. Here you can say, okay, you know, does your group go over and watch the video. Your group come over and meet with this uh-huh. person. Your group go over there and meet with this person. And then you can just all rotate. This would be phenomenal. I am really disappointed it's in really society cool. that this has not taken off. You can do um, a projector, so you can just embed a video here. So you walk up, hit X, and then whatever video you embed starts playing. And I would imagine this has a lot less lag because Zoom is video heavy. Right, and very this little is lag. Just like like eight bit graphic. And now, if you do imagine you come and put, a, you can add a little meeting area. So I can add a meeting area to this spot you know like this is where teacher is or max is right you walk over to that area 
So your avatar is actually walking walking, over there, which is awesome. Go to the area, and then if they enter, then I can actually activate video and do face-to-face video if you want. That'd be good for, like, you know, working with people one-on-one or personal miss. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's, well, you could actually see them. And there's chat on the side. So, anyways, this is my first one. It's free. It's freaking amazing. It is. I'm I'm blown away. It's a, it's really cool. Now, the second one is a new version. It's called Skittish, which is very similar. Skittish is a bigger 3D area. So you come in and you choose your animal. I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be a seal, yeah. and then I go in and. And to be fair, in the other one, your actual people that your you get to modify. Now, this is very similar. You walk around. People are here. But check this out. There's like a 3D. If I'm going through here, there's a stage, a global stage. Here, if you stand on the stage, then everybody can hear you. Then you cut into the area. If oh, I come cool. over, check this out. I'm going to be, I'm going to turn this volume up. You're going to hear me walking away from this video. As I walk up, listen. Oh, wow. Now it's louder. Yeah, because now the seal's right next to the video. And now it's showing me a YouTube live stream. And then they can come in. So anybody who walks up can start seeing this video. Of course, you can then just make it bigger. Oh, so you could pan it down where uh-huh. the whole entire scene changes from an overhead scene to like a uh, parallel scene. So you can actually check yeah. better. That's crazy. So this really is, in my mind, the future of... You can come over here if you build an area for questions. Right? You can add in questions. Um, you can invite. You can do so much really cool stuff. Um, imagine if you built an online class. This would have made the pandemic much less tr- right tedious. Like imagine building a class in here, and you yeah. say, "Hey, class, this is your digital classroom. You come in. All your assignments are over here in the channel zones. You walk over to a channel. You know." Is it a private room with a you know in room area? You can all be I'll be always hanging out on the stage. Join me for questions. Um, you know your the videos that you know turn in your assignments by uploading a video to the theater area. Um, and you know as they're doing their work, they can walk around and, and uh, talk with their friends. Talk you with know, their you could friends. Have a free time, you know, when people. And what's cool is my favorite thing about this is is because it's as you walk near things. Like, you know, imagine having a, cl- you know, uh, even just, I don't know, a vert if you had to have a virtual shindig and you see a group of, p- of little characters and as you're walking over to that group, it's like real life. You start hearing their conversation. Then you're in their conversation. You get bored. You walk away. Yeah. You start hearing what everybody's talking about and you can join little group conversations. And so for education, you could say, okay, you guys go get in a group. They'll go get in a group and the teacher avatar could walk around and, and check in, and on, check in them. on them. And it's it's more what the kids are used to because Zoom was just terrible. It was. A lot of kids don't want to be on camera. They don't want to deal with all that nonsense. But this, they would be able to pick an avatar, go there, walk around, and mentally, for their health, it would help them exponentially. Yeah. Just so, because it's fun and it's interesting. That's it crazy. really is cool. So, you know, it says, like, host conferences, festivals, meetups, parties, workshops, and a colorful game. You know, a game like 3D World, camera shy, no problem. Use your mic to talk to others um, near you with our best of class 3D spatial audio. Done chatting? Just walk away. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to experiment with this with my kids because I think this would be fun. And yeah. Plus, my son doesn't wear deodorant all the time, <laughs> so I won't have to be in the same room with him. So skittish, I don't know how much. I discovered skittish today. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much skittish is. 
I know Gather, for the most part, for twenty up to 25 people, is completely free. Yeah, even for like seven bucks a month, that's... Nothing. Exactly. Yeah, and like I mean, honestly, coffee, you know, don't for, get a cup of coffee one day. Yeah. And I mean, gather for being completely free. I mean, you really don't need much more than that. It does everything. Yeah. Um, also, online town is the original. This is what a lot of them are built on. So you can come into here and build one yourself for free inside wow. online town. That's completely free. Room password, moderator passwords, create space. Or you can take their open source um, code and build your own um, software on it, kind of like Gather did. Right, because this is the type of thing you got to support because these people should be leading the way right now. Unfortunately, you have a lot of older people who do not understand technology right. in charge, and they don't want to listen to you know the new guy because, hey, he doesn't know anything because you know I've been doing this job 50 years. Well, it's time to step down. But we should have gone to this. 100%. This yeah. should have been the future. Right. Instead, we're in Zoom and archaic things, you know. Maybe business people want to use Zoom because it lacks imagination, but children don't. They're all imagination. And this... Right. If, if I were still, you know, working with t kids remotely, I would be all over this. It's... Um, I kind of love it. You know, I, I, I really, love it too. Just, I really love it. Yeah, I'm going to go home and play with it. So, um, that's my use this... Use this, not that. And it was incredible. <laughs> so I think that, I mean, I, I think this is really cool. And as a as a teacher who had to do stuff online, um, I just think it's a very unique way to, I mean, even in, I mean, it sounds weird, but even in business, I'm so sick of like Zoom meetings. Right. I love the idea of doing like a business meeting on here, which is so weird. People can be like, what? And I go, look, build out a room that looks like the business office if you right. want. And walk over like, get your avatar, walk into the accounting office and start talking to that person. They're going to have to hear. It's like you're really there. You don't have to schedule a meeting. Mm -hmm. You can just have your speakers on and when somebody quote unquote walks into your room and starts talking to you, you're right there. You can right. start answering them. Because um, we have like Wednesday remote we meetings where I work and they're, they're just terrible. I'll log on, say hi to a couple of people, then discreetly log off again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they don't know because there's so many people, but... With that, it would be fun to begin with. Plus, it would it would just flow a lot better and be more. Um, I want to see more um, organic compared to a Zoom meeting. Right. Yeah. I just I'm. Um, so, anyways, I hope that is a kind of a cool thing. That, I'm blown away by that one, um, and I still use Brave search engine too. Do you like Brave? I love Brave. Brave's yeah. solid, right? <laughs> Especially when it shows me what it's blocking. Blocks like, oh my God. so much crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then here's one more. This is a little tech little tech tip. Before I showed you that copy-paste website, which is a very simple way to copy um, and just paste uh, text and things like that. Well, here's one that I, I like a lot. This is for um, if you ever just need to sh do a little drawing or share some stuff. This is just called tldraw.com, which stands for tinylittledraw.com. Okay. TLDraw. You open it up. It's very simple. It's just this white screen. And you have a mouse. Yeah. You have a little... And this and guy, you're drawing. And you're drawing. And if you have a tablet that supports like yeah. pen or finger, you can draw. You have erasers. You have, you know, shapes. You have a whole bunch of shapes. You can do text. You can um, and it looks add... super easy to use. Sticky notes, right? So also for Imagine Classes, where you say, hey, guys... Um, you know, let's as a class, 
We're going to talk about, uh, we're doing a radio show. Put your ideas on here. Let's sketch it out. People can start putting their notes in. And then what you can do is you come here, multiplayer room. Click that. All of a sudden you have a link. Now anybody who comes in here can start adding their notes to it. Oh, that's so cool. all of a sudden, imagine even for like our podcast. Hey, guys, we're putting our show notes up here. And during the, sh during the podcast, we can all be commenting our notes, you know, adding little stickies. That's pretty cool, but I was just going to use Gather and start doing the podcast that oh, way. This is true. <laughs> I mean, you could draw, you know, you could draw like... Well, that's uh, appropriate. You could draw like little penises <laughs> or whatever you're going to do as a kid. Um, is that life size? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you could do... It's just a very... And it's I love it. It's a super simple. It's tiny. Um, Does it have a login for the multi-users to make no, it private what, or... Um, uh, preference, you do that, then you go to preferences and you could do... Uh, if you sign in, then you can... Um, Give it a password. Oh, nice. Um, and then bam, then when you're done, you can save it as an image or a JSON or whatever. And then that's it. There's no, you don't need to do anything. It's just super simple. Um, so anyways, that's another really fun, um, simple. And I, I like programs like this. because They're collaborative and people can. They're collaborative. Yeah. They're simple. They're free. You don't need to go say like, hey, we're going to do this. Make sure you get your Google account. Log into this. Right. Log in. You don't need to buy anything. It's just like, hey, guys, just go to tldraw.com slash whatever, and you're in. There's no anything else. It's just very simple. It's not overly complex at all. Yeah, so I'm a big fan. Of simple. simple. Of I like simple. Simple. So um, that's another little uh, tech tip for you. That is um, Tech Tips with Johnny Knobs. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Um, <laughs> Oh, the turkeys here! Turkeys are here. Shut up! <laughs> um, well, I went. I did something the other day. Tell, tell so, me. Thursday night, last Thursday, whatever the date was, um, Clovis had an event where they closed down Pulaski Avenue. It was for several right. blocks, and I have no idea what this event <laughs> was because there was um, like the Buchanan Jazz Band was there playing at one end. Okay. They had a horse John carriage that you could stand in line for an hour okay. and maybe get on. And then some stores were open, but they didn't have all the booths in the middle. You know how they, during Farmer's Market, they have all the booths in the middle of the street yeah. and stuff. They had maybe a couple of people selling hot chocolate at different inns. I don't know if it was to bring attention to the businesses there. Interesting. But if they wanted to bring attention to the businesses, I don't know why they blocked up the street so that no one could park in those areas. Right. parking was terrible. There were a ton of people, and there was, like, nothing going on. They just inundated the, um, the antique stores. Like, the antique stores was giving out snacks, and I don't know what it was all about. I don't know if it was a shopping day or what. But why are you closing up. down? It was the a street? Thursday, huh? Yeah. Uh, so I took my daughter there so she could see her boyfriend play clarinet, not clarinet, um, blah, 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 saxophone in the. That's my saxophone noise. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's my turkey blah, noise blah, 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 blah. too. Um, but so she could watch her boyfriend play clarinet. So I got bored, so I walked around to antique stores, and that's okay. always dangerous for me. Yes. But I did find a 2002 G.I. Joe searching for Sasquatch set. Is that in real? The box. It is. That's awesome. So actually it's Yeti. G.I. Joe searches for Yeti. Okay. Adventure team or something like that. So you have a G.I. Joe with a rifle and a, a snow axe. And there is a big, beautiful white Yeti in there. And they were in good condition, but it was... One of those things where it's in the box, yeah, but the box is on the verge of destroying the figures. 
Mm-hmm. So I had to rescue them. Uh, so uh, how much was it a good price? Um, it was 49 but okay. I bitched about the box yeah. and got it down to 40 There you go. And normally these figures sell for a couple hundred. Holy smokes. Yeah, so they didn't know what they had. Yeah. Everything else there was overpriced except for that one item. Right. So I focused in on it. G.I. Joe it. searches for Yeti. That's fantastic. Yeah. Does mm-hmm. it have, did it come with a Yeti or was it just a G.I. Joe? It does. It was originally released in 1974, I think. Okay. And um, here I got a picture of the Yeti. I'll throw it over to you. Yeah. Talk while I walk. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, oh, that's that's the one it came with? Yeah, it's furry. Oh, that's and awesome. I thought it was going to be like a hard plastic. Oh, no, it's beautiful. Yeah, so it looks like a, it looks like a big, beautiful... Um, Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus, yeah. yes. It's a, it's a big white Yeti. It's furry. It's fantastic. Yeah. Now, you know, and Stu is right. These things, some of these are going for, you know, some of these are going for really expensive. Yeah, because the original one that came out in, I think, 1974 with the old-fashioned G.I. Joe... The um the Yeti was like super small. It was like maybe four inches. Right. And that's back when you had the big G.I. Joe's. And it, it didn't have any fur, it was plastic. But it's selling right now for about seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Where this one sells for a couple of hundred if you find it in a pristine in a box. Wow. But I just I wanted to get it and then I realized the box is not in great shape. It had water damage and some of the rubber bands that they use uh would melt onto the figure. Oh, See over okay. there on the right, that white thing? We're looking at pictures, and they yeah, have an sorry. ugly plastic little thing. It's in the black area. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the original. G.I. Oh, so that's what I was expecting. Yeah. It's what I was expecting, yeah. a big hard plastic thing. Right, but the new one, the it's new... beautiful. Yeah, well, it's from 2002. The yeah. Yeti from 2002 is all furry. It's white. Yeah. It's be- it's a beautiful thing. That's mostly why I got it. Yeah. I don't care much for the G.I. Joe, but... Wow. Got to set them up together. Very cool. I dig that. So that, but I say I have no idea what that event was for. I don't know if it's a hey, come to the antique stores and do some shopping type thing. But they should have had something in the middle, so that people could get snacks. Because I was hungry, but like they wouldn't even let me go sit at the bar at House of Juju and order food. Really? Yeah. They said no. We're trying to sit all these people. You can't just sit at the bar. I'm going. Well, screw you. Then I don't want you. Very weird. Yeah. Very strange. But it was an interesting event. Um. So the mystery, the mystery Clovis event. Yeah. Okay. I did find something else that was kind of neat. It was a I was a big Lost in Space fan, the original series oh, yeah. Lost in Space, and they had a game board from the Lost in Space game that was framed. Oh, interesting. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So it was it and, it and it was a nice frame to like hang up on a wall. It was an okay frame. You could hang okay. it up. I would replace the frame, but the board was like thirty nine dollars. Well, you might be able to get them come down yeah. a little bit. But the actual game, if you buy it, is anywhere from like $60 and up. Yeah, so it's a, uh, is it this that's old one rocks. right here? Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's actually, that's a really cool board too. Yeah, and it has like a, a board with the Jupiter 2. It has, you know, yeah. um, Commander Robinson in his jet pack. And it has a little monster in the middle. And it's kind of neat. I like if it. you're in a, heavily into Lost in Space. Yeah. So. Hey, did you ever try to watch the new Lost in Space? I did. I lost interest in it. Oh, me too. It just didn't click for me. Yeah, me as well. Me too. I I started it and I was like, "This is gonna be really cool." And then and the, the just... creature was cool, the whole thing, but it just didn't hold together. Uh, yep, couldn't do it. I was really excited about it. Um, I had high hopes because I thought, "Man, what a cool, uh, what a cool show to redo now." Yeah, and uh, then it just with they... better technology. Instead, you were landing on the same planets that they were landing in in Star Trek. Yeah, you know, just sand and a rock. It just was really pretty lame, which is pretty sad. What I liked about Lost in Space is, though, they land on this planet. They have to put all this special equipment trying to get water and grow food and do all this stuff. And yeah. 
Dr. Smith would mess it all up. I, uh, I, I uh, didn't watch a lot of the old show, mm-hmm. uh, but as uh, probably in like high school, um, I found some episodes on like Nick at Night or one of these yeah. old episodes, and I was like, oh, this is I'd watch it at night. It was a blast. Um, yeah, I found a DVD with, I think, the second season okay. on it, and I would put it on my TV. So while I'm working, you know, I have like different shows like yeah. Batman, anything that would fit in the old TV screen so aspect. So cool. And I kept, I would put Lost in Space in there, but I would always end up stopping what I'm doing and watching and what, the show. <laughs> and I go, no, I just wanted this background noise, but yeah. no, I just watched the show. So that and Get Smart. Oh, Get Smart's classic. <laughs> oh, yeah. My son, he loves slapstick humor. Oh, it's great. And then. so he loves Get Smart. Yeah. And so he'll watch it with me. And also we just had him watch The Naked Gun. Yes. And he goes, I don't want to watch this. I go, so I'll tell you what, if you don't laugh, I'll give you $50 yeah. in row cash on your machine, <laughs> in your game. Yeah. Okay. He was laughing within like 10 minutes. Oh, man, I he love goes, I those. I didn't laugh. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I love the Naked Gun movies. Yeah. Um, also, what was his other ones um, that he did? Other ones that I thought. Uh, you know, so uh, like, and that genre is like Airplane. Airplane. Gotta make him watch Airplane. Um, I liked my one of my favorite Leslie Nielsen movies, if I can remember it. it Holy Grail is another one I gotta make my son watch. Holy Grail's good. Um, what was the Leslie Nielsen movie? It was a spoof of, and honestly, it might not hold up. As a kid, I thought it was hilarious. It was a spoof on The Fugitive. Oh, yeah? Um, <laughs> what With, did looking for the one-armed man. Yes, yes. It was called, um, dang it, I don't remember. It was, oh, it was called Wrongfully Accused. Uh-huh. I loved Wrongfully Accused. That's cool. He's, uh, had Michael York. It was just a solid, a funny series. solid movie. With um, Naked Gun, it's not streaming anywhere, and it's hard to find. So I went looking for the DVD, and I went to Yoshi's on Kern okay. Street. Looked around. There it was. No way. Yoshi's like magical. It's like anything I need. Like I was looking yeah. for the book Fahrenheit 911. And they had it. They had it. Or was it 911? 451. 451, 451 yeah. yeah. Fahrenheit 451. And then I couldn't find it. I went back, and sitting on a box was the book. Unreal. I needed a dome for my two-headed duck, you know, as you do. Yeah, of course. And um, I couldn't find one anywhere. I go in there, and on the counter, he has a dome that fits perfectly for my really? two-headed duck. Yeah. The place is, and was that at the normal Yoshi or the secret Yoshi? Uh, this is the secret Yoshi on Kern Street, <sighs> right by the um, Buddhist temple. Okay. It's it's incredible. It's an incredible place. Um, they have lots of things. In fact, I was thinking about going there maybe today or tomorrow. That's what I got. I have never been to the secret one. Yeah, the, the other Yoshi one, they cleaned up a lot. Okay. So um, it's it's run by his daughter now, and it's really clean. It's a beautiful shop. Um, oh, it's run by his daughter? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, you know, I just saw something that is really interesting to me, and I've never seen this. It's Was it a naked woman? Well, look at that. It's a Leslie <laughs> Nielsen movie, uh-huh. and it says the creature wasn't nice. However, look at this what they did they rebranded it as naked space oh wow like they tried to um uh you know make it a different property and they thought just tie it in with a naked series naked, yeah. yeah but uh it was actually made years and years before that uh called oh, the man. creature that wasn't nice really interesting like a nice space movie huh maybe a spoof on aliens yeah, I alien. I just can't believe they re- <laughs> rebranded it like that. Either that or that's the um, one that they had to retitle for a foreign market. Oh, could be. <laughs> yeah, it could be. And then it came back somehow. A naked space. What a trip. 
Um, so Leslie Nielsen is a big deep dive in. Uh, yeah, sorry, we spoof films. Really uh, dug deep into Leslie Nielsen. Um, what a classic! Man. Yeah, those are classic, and the, it's all the stupid humor that my thirteen-year-old son loves. Oh yeah, I mean, I Leslie Nielsen movies were. Uh, just the kind of stuff that I thought was hilarious at, you know, elementary school, junior high. Yeah, like just... when they're practicing safe sex and they're in full body condoms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rubbing up against each other. <laughs> like, he was a, he was an American treasure is what he, he was. was. Oh, yeah, I know. Just the uh, comedy's just hilarious. Um, but I was so happy it held up so well. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm interested in. Does it hold up? That's good. I got to check that out then. Because um, that's what I'm afraid of watching some of those. But it just kind of blows my son's mind when someone will go and pick up a telephone off the counter. <laughs> it's like, what is that? That's a telephone. <laughs> or they have a pay phone and oh, they're just no. like mystified. <laughs> what is that device? Is that an ATM? No, it's oh, a pay phone. <laughs> that is so weird, right? That's something that I haven't experienced yet. So that's going to be uh, going to be a trip for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got, yeah. I'm going to, because we're having a... Uh, we're, oh, no, I don't know if people know you, the podcast. I've not announced, have not announced yet. this yeah. yet. Uh, I don't know if I can. i got to talk to my wife first. Okay. Okay. So there's a mystery. That there's people, a mystery there's coming. A mystery up, coming. Yeah, mystery. But that's going to be very uh, unique experience for oh, me. Oh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, with that puberty level song. Yeah, oh, man, gosh. I haven't seen that forever. Um, it was a musical comedy horror, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> um, just classic stuff. It's it's something to watch with a 13-year-old boy. He was yes. like it. <laughs> it was made for less than a hundred thousand dollars. Holy smokes! Um, I always so, wonder. I always wonder how they base that price on you know. Because if I were to go out and make a movie, yeah, it's like where would all my how would they count as my costs? You know, because I already right. own the cameras. Do those count as the costs, or That's is a it good like question. getting the people? Because if I can get enough volunteers, I don't have to pay them. Right. Well, you know, I think they they base it off of like. Um, if it was a professional situation where either way, even if you own them, you would charge it to the studio, right? Like, I think it's kind of like that. Like, right. you're going to make the studio rent them from you. So whether or not you owned it. Okay. Now, if you're an independent person. Right, as an independent, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I, I would never make a movie for a studio because their hours are too long and right. I don't want to go through the studio machine. Right. But if I were to do an independent, you know, I, I guess I would count like craft services because I got to feed these guys. Yeah. And honestly, it's probably up to you because you're the yeah. one who's going to report it. Um, and you'd probably, I mean, it's a write-off, so I guess I'd report. You'd it. report heavy. everything. Yeah, okay. You'd report. Yeah, I had to buy sense. the cameras. I had to do. So yeah. it's probably everything. I rented the cameras from myself. Right. Exactly. You're gonna yeah, rent everything. That would make sense because yeah. you want to write off. Yeah. Because if you lose money, you want to be able to. Oh, it's a business loss. Yes. Okay, yeah. It's gonna. Be, you're gonna write everything into that there. That makes absolute sense now. Because yeah. I always wondered that. And now, also, I wonder. This is a hundred thousand dollars, but a hundred thousand dollars. Keep in mind, this was in the seven or the seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Yeah, that's so, a lot. Of it was money. a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Um, that's, that's still like a, a modern day low budget, you know, it's probably like a million bucks or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, cause very, nowadays though, it's like Netflix has a group of movies that are made for under so much money, under so right. many dollars. And I always thought it'd be cool to, you know, try to make a low budget film like that. Now, you know, what's interesting though, too, is a lot of times, you know, they don't include the marketing spend or things like that on mm -hmm. that. So they'll be it was like made under a hundred, made under a million, but they also spent, you know, 15 million advertising it, which they don't tell you that part. It was made under yeah, a million, right? That's true. We uh, had the product for under this much. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, I know, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question, Marty. Okay. Digging into this. Sure, I've sure. been really interested in 
um, some boxing equipment, right? I want to get into some, I want to get into some exercise and I know boxing something that I like. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have too much time to go to classes and stuff here soon. Right. So I, the first thing I discovered was this, um, system called fight camp. And what fight camp is, it's a connected at home boxing experience. Essentially you buy this equipment, it comes with a really nice boxing, uh, stand up, um, heavy bag and some gloves, but the, the real there, uh, uh, what makes it special is there are these advanced trackers that go inside of the, inside the gloves, essentially. And it tracks your motions. It'll know if you did a jab, an uppercut. Uh, so it's kind of like a high price Wii. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> and so, and, and then it comes, then you have to pay a subscription, which give you live classes, and right. they teach you to get exercise and boxing and things like that. So I was like, oh, this is really cool. I'm really into it. But then it's really expensive. Right. It's like thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars plus like $50 a month. And a lot of it, because it has a uh, stand-up punching bag that's right. like full-size. And a lot of it depends on what that's made out of, because the bag alone can cost four to $600. Yes, and so I, I looked, and people have said that a comparable bag is about that much. Mm -hmm. Because what they do is you can also buy um, one called Fight Camp Connect, which literally only comes with the trackers. Trackers and, and something to hold the trackers. Okay. And that alone, the trackers are 439 Wow. So You the, want to borrow my Wii controller? Exactly. <laughs> so the rest of it, right, the extra mm -hmm. essentially 1000 bucks almost is the boxing gloves and the and the bag. Boxing gloves are really pretty inexpensive. You can right. get them for 30 bucks. Yeah, they bucks. try to sell new ones for 150 bucks on their site. So wow. I, I know it's a ripoff, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, but the one for thing... For like people with more money than cents a bit. Right. But the thing that I like about it is the the connected... Ver the And you can't just... And the thing was, I'm like, oh, I wish I could just get the app. You can't. Mm -hmm. You have to buy the system. But what makes it fun is there's like competition in it. So you can train against your friends. And I have some, I know people who have it. So there's a lot of motivation. And the way the And the way it works is... They train you in 15-minute um, segments with, like, two-minute rounds to eventually see if you can last all 12 rounds in a quote-unquote fight. So you kind of have this training element. It's not just me going and hitting a bag. Right. Right. So that was the first thing. Very expensive. Because that's, that's one of the big things is a motivation and fun factor. That's it. Because I hate going to the gym. I won't go to the gym. But exactly. if you give me a kickboxing class, I'm there. Right. And that's what I, I, I'd like to do, something like that. Just time is tough. So then I found this one. This is called Corner. Now, Corner is you just buy the um, the trackers, right? Okay. And after you buy the trackers, then you can just do that. Like there's no other um, – I think maybe it is uh, like so, – So the bag and the gloves are all on you. You supply everything else. Which you could do economically because, to be honest, I have one of those big bags mm -hmm. with the water on the bottom and they're yeah. like human size. I got it for $40 at a swap meet. No way. Yeah, $40. Yeah, because it's just a big me. item no one wanted to ask. And I said, how much? He goes, $40. I said, okay. sold. Boom. Here's your money. That's a smart idea because I'm looking at some and they're pretty – you're like, you know, yeah. 400 bucks. Because you have people who get this stuff and – after hanging clothes on it for a couple of months, they realize, I don't that. want to do this. And so they'll sell it. And so it's just being in the right time, right place. Right. Okay. So that's what I'm thinking. So so for corner, you buy the trackers. Mm -hmm. And the trackers are $149. 
Do you have any friends on Corner? Uh, no, that's the only thing. I don't have friends on okay. Corner, but, but you have friends on the other. I the do. Other okay, but Corner also. They apparently their trackers are a bit more advanced. Uh-huh. They can also tell you how hard you're punching. That's important. Which I think is really cool. Because a lot of your punch comes from your, your waist. Right. Not from your arms. So I'm thinking this would be kind of cool because the difference here is I'm almost competing against myself. Yeah. Can I start punching harder, faster, right. which I like. It does like... And the harder you punch, the more tired you get, and that's good. Also, you're building up your body to be able to um, absorb the punch, you know? So okay, you're gaining you punch, some muscle, right? Yeah, you're, you're gaining tears. muscle. Egg micro chairs exactly. Yeah, and you you get used to hitting things, and hitting things is a complete. Because if you hit wrong, you're going to break your hand. Right. And if you know you're wearing big gloves, but if you hit right, you know it's you could feel it. So, so this one is a lot cheaper. It's 149 bucks for the trackers, and then if you want, you don't even have to. But if you want to get the classes for uh-huh. membership, they have live classes and trainings. It's only sure. 14 bucks a month. Yeah, or $107.99 a year, a year and that's, which is reasonable. That's very reasonable. Yeah. That's cheaper than the, Netflix. The videos are very motivational because my daughter has the mirror, and mm-hmm. um, she loves it. And it's the same thing where you have the mirror and you have someone, you know, working out, yelling at you to try harder. Right. And a lot of people need that because if you just throw someone in the room with a bag and some gloves, they're going to get bored in 15 minutes. And that's what I need. I need somebody to be te- doing something with me, right? right? And then there's, of course, this third one. It's the cheapest. This is literally, there are no trackers. You download the app, and it's like like $10 a month. Mm-hmm. And you take your phone, and your phone, because your phone has the most advanced trackers on Earth. It has gyroscope. It has right. everything. Put the phones in your gloves. <laughs> so, no, what you do is the phone. You punch the phone. The <laughs> phone comes with, it comes with a strap when you buy a membership. Yeah. You strap it to the back side of the bag. Oh. And the and it and the phone will tell you how hard you're hitting. It can sense the hits on the bag, the punch movement, everything. Um, <laughs> Is it gonna jar your phone? That's what I'm wondering. Break up the components a little but bit. But people say it's fantastic. What I'm thinking is I got an old phone, you know? Yeah. Throw an old phone yeah. on there. You just strap it to a bag and it detects, measures, and reacts to your punches. Um so I don't know. These are my three options. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering first is, what do you think? Is this a decent idea? I think it's a great idea. Okay. Because, you know, just sitting there lifting weights is boring. Mm-hmm. Our running is boring. Fighting's fun because it's a skill, you know, with our society. You might hopefully never need, but you <laughs> right. might. But also it's just, it's fun. It's fun hitting things. It's a great tension release too. Because yeah. after a hard day when I'm angry, I love nothing more than hitting and kicking things. Mm-hmm. And... um with these apps, uh, the first one that you showed, it seems really expensive. That's what I'm thinking. And, it's too expensive. Yeah, and also you're using their bag, and there are a lot of really good bags out there that are less expensive. And, you know, the middle one seems good because you're able to track how hard you're punching. The trackers are better. Mm-hmm. you got to use your own gloves, your own bag, which yep. you, you, know, you could find those things on Amazon or other places. Pretty inexpensive. And, you know, just depending on how much you want to hunt for them. Right. And the third one just seems a bit like, um, I don't know, I think it just damaged my phone more than anything. That's what I'm wondering, right? That's what, that's what I'm, I think yeah. I'm with you. I'm thinking I'm leaning on the second one, right? Be Buddhist and go in the middle ground. Yeah, it's not, it's fairly inexpensive. Right. And, you know, it's not like if I, if I do it, I'm not out 
1500 bucks. I'm at right. 140 bucks. Exactly. And if you wanted to build up to the other one, you could. That's what I'm but saying. But this man. gives you a good entry level that's intriguing, it's compelling, and it um, just you can decide if you want to actually do this or not. Yep. Without okay. investing a ton of money. Because that's the other thing. You buy the other one, it's like you have 30 days free. Right. But if you ship it back, you got to ship that bag back, which is going to cost you 500 bucks. Right. And I'm like, it's heavy shoot. as hell. And yeah, because you can find bags at a lot of places, even some places that are, you know, can't make it because of COVID or selling out their equipment. Oh, that's smart. Okay. So you just got to hook up with them. Okay. But yeah, it, it's fun. Like, you know, fighting with a ba- bag is is a good tension release. It's something to hit and you could hit it as hard as you want. Squaring like off it. against other people is a lot of fun. It's more challenging. But like, if you don't have the time to do that, then the bag's a perfect perfect case yeah are you going to get a hanging bag or a bag with the base on the ground no i'm thinking of one on the ground yeah. just because i don't want to have to find beams right and also with the hanging ones when you hit it hard it shakes the whole house oh you that's interesting it everywhere because it's all the beams react oh, that's to it. true where if you have the ones that you fill with the on the bottom with water yeah it's easier to move around and you could hit it super hard and okay. you're not going to knock it over yeah, so I think, and you know, I'm going to talk to you uh, after the show and get your opinion on a bag then. I'm looking at a couple, but sure. um, you'll know. Um, you know, we're going a little bit long on our um, Thanksgiving episode, but I do thank everybody for uh, tuning in on this wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Oh, there he is. He's, hey, he's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> he's missing a few feathers. What are you doing? <laughs> our fantastic um, Stu and Max Thanksgiving extravaganza. extravaganza. Um, and we'll see you guys very. Oh, any any closing words? Asparagus. There we go. <laughs> see you all. Remember to like and subscribe to our show. It does help others. Uh, five stars is the only amount of stars that we accept. Sorry, nothing less. That's true. We'll delete it if it's not five stars. That's right. Because we want power. perfect scores. Um, tell your friends. We really appreciate you guys. Tell and your enemies you hate them and make them listen to the podcast. <laughs>